I feel the area in my blood is scarier than the blood. Been looking for holy water, now I'm praying for a flood. It feel like time passing me by, slower than a slug. Why the feeling inside of my body seeping like a drug? Will you hug me, rub me on the back like a child? Tell me you love me, need me, promise me you'll never leave me. Even though my daddy, you know he blacker than the street. With a fist to match, more solid than concrete. Tell white people I'm black, feel the need to retreat. Like I should be ashamed of my granddaddy Malik. But my beautiful black brothers and sisters want to act like... Yo, 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 what it is, what it is, what it is. We back. It's been a while. It's the I Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. Hashtag the podcast for the rest of us. Uh, what's one call it? It's me, your boy, the sarcastic criminal, the hip hop king of the north. I am Great Pharaoh, and I'm joined by my little brother, the visual overlord, the mute god, food for your soul. We got soul in the building. What's good, soul? What you been listening to? What's going on? What's going on? Great. Um... Not much, man. Same old, same old. Um, B.O.B. just dropped his new album, Ether. I've been bumping a little bit of that. Um, I've been bumping Bloom, that new album by Machine Gun Kelly. That's I. Um, listen to some old Kid Cudi. His uh, Man on the Moon 2. That was in rotation earlier the week. Uh, some Nas as well. You know, I don't know. Feeling that kind of vibe. Other than that, just chilling, cooling, man. Enjoying life. Alright, alright, that's what it is, that's what it is Also, we got another, the third uh, member of the crew Third member of the party We got the Profound Conqueror The Mumbling Mushroom Mr. Can I Live The Real Boogie with a Hoodie We got my man's Boog, what's good Boog? What you been listening to? What up y'all? Um, yeah, so what I've been listening to A uh, bunch of sports talk radio Because I'm into the NBA playoffs Even though they're whack um, Bruno Mars. If you don't know about it, bro, get it. It's it's amazing. So you late and, to um, that party? I know I'm late. No, no, I'm not late. I just oh, I'm, I'm not. Well, I'm, I've been heard it. I've been heard it. I just reheard it, and I was like, this shit is amazing. I can't haven't put it down in like a week. Oh damn. Yeah, like I was listening to a bunch of other stuff, and um, my mother in law was in town, and um. We played that. We played that in the car one day, and I was like, "Man, I forgot how dope this was." Like, why did I ever put it down in the first place? And, <laughs> and um, that song, um, uh, finesse. I can't. Oh, I can't get enough joint. of that song. That's that. Can't get enough of that song. Jack Swing, man. That's like yeah. super retro, old school. You know what I yeah. love about that album? Like, no funny business. It's super kid friendly. No, it's not. Like, you don't think so? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Yo, I have my daughter. My daughter be jamming to that joint, man. That's because she's three. Like, wait till you get a... <laughs> my kid's eight. Wait till you get an eight-year-old kid, and they be like, hold up, fam. What are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> nah, this album kid's safe, yo, man. This album so. is kid-approved, son. <laughs> I, look at it like, I look at it like this. I can play this album on the stereo system I got. With my daughter in the room, and my wife and I saying, "Do you hear what you're playing?" That, because, because she because she doesn't. It's like inconspicuous. But if 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 your daughter was asking questions, like my son, so so for instance, we were listening to Blue Can Trail. Like it was it was came up in my radio. It came up in my playlist. Wow. Um. Yeah. Like yeah. Seriously, hit him up. Stop. Came up in my playlist. Wow. So it's it's my favorite song by her. And I was just, I was just playing a random playlist, and it came up. And 
he was listening to it, and I don't really didn't really realize that that dude was really listening that hard. And I stopped the music because he wanted because he wanted to ask me something. And he was like, so he was like, so she's going to she's like her man is acting crazy. She's going to hit him up style. I have no idea what that means, but she's going to take all of his money and spend it. That's that's so wrong. That's that's not that's not the right thing to do. And and that, at that moment, I was like. He's listening to every fucking thing. He understands this shit. <laughs> so, I can't, I can't, I can't, um, I can't play um, Bruno Mars. And when he's talking about, um, that's what I like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it, it's like a, 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 a lot. He like a condo in Miami. You know, wake up with no jammies. Yeah, exactly. But, but my what's wake up with no jammies? It means that I just fell asleep in my underwear that night. See? Boom. Kid friendly. <laughs> Come on. I'm on one tonight, bruh. I'm on one, bruh. Whatever, son. But yeah, so I've been listening to that in a little bit of Catalactica. I've been, I've been jamming to, to, to that album. He has a song on there. Um, if, whoever don't know, that's a that's big crit. crit. Yeah, he has a song on there um, with a E-40. Called um um oh man what's it called it I forgot what it, I don't I don't it's like the name of the song that slipped my mind it's my favorite song on the album Mind Control that's it and um yeah so I've been listening to that on nonstop too so I'm I'm a repeat person so okay <laughs> once I get my life <laughs> uh what's called as for me I've been uh listening to all all the new shit. That's out, man. It's just so much new music that it's just bananas. We got Faith Evans uh, and Notorious B.I.G., King and I. Been listening to that. We got uh, the new Snoop Dogg album, Never Left. I've been listening to that. We got I heard that first track. I heard that first track. I heard that bro. first track, but Never <laughs> Left, right? Man, <laughs> I, I, I turned it off, and I was like, all right, I'm going to be up all night. <laughs> we got classic this is like doggy style snoop the same lion they gave us doggy style snoop classic shit so well at least the first track is like that yeah not nah, dude i'm i'm about uh i'm let's say like eight tracks in and i'm feeling it okay like like definitely definitely feeling this album uh and it came to me it came out of nowhere because i i wasn't checking for snoop to be giving me nothing and to get it, I was just like, alright, cool. I'm gonna take it. And I'm gonna run with it. Very surprising. Hell yeah. No idea. But uh what's some call it? Uh today tonight's show is gonna be a full album review on Logic's third studio album, Everybody. So uh we gonna we're gonna break it, we're gonna go through it track by track like how we did with uh Joey Badass, how we did with Kendrick Lamar. Cause like I said, man, first and foremost that comes is, is hip hop. This was the first album to give uh to give Kendrick Lamar some actual competition for that number one spot. He wasn't able to shake him, but he sold I think he moved like two hundred and fifty thousand units or something like that his first week. He he moved way more than Wale. <laughs> so this dude deserves. <laughs> Wale moved twenty six thousand. This dude moved two hundred and fifty thousand, or some shit like that. So he he's earned the rights to a full album review, and we're gonna give it to y'all. He he's a he, he's a fan favorite. Logic is a fan favorite, 
This is his third studio album, everybody. Uh, Boog, if you can, uh, I want you, can you read the description for uh, Logic's third studio album, everybody? Absolutely. But first, I want to know who's the like, fan favorite of who. He's a fan favorite. Like, his fans just love him. He's oh. got a huge fan. Everybody. Okay, I got you. I got everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I not get much of love over here, but it's all right. Um, <laughs> so, everybody lays out the road Logic's traveled so far, marking the milestones and obstacles he's encountered along the way. His humility and vulnerability is refreshing, speaking uncomfortable truths through acrobatic rhymes and piercing narratives for the first time logic talks about his biracial background on africarian and everybody and if you listen to just one rap song this year make it 1-800-273-8255 a beautiful reflection on depression featuring Alyssa cara and Khaled. other guests include killer mike black thought chuck d Juicy J, even Neil deGrasse Tyson, who serves as the voice of God. All right, I, I, find, I, I, I found I found that interesting. Yeah, very, too. very. No, well, <laughs> not, well, not not that last part. The 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 editor's notes when they say Logic talks about his biracial background, like for the first time, <laughs> he talks yeah, about his biracial. Like that, background. that means they were catching. <laughs> like, like where the hell have y'all been? <laughs> Four or three mixtapes. It's like this right? has been a cornerstone of his career that he's black and white. Like, Absolutely. but uh, what's some call? So uh, I guess uh, we're gonna start it off with uh, me. I wrote down my thoughts before listening to this Logic album, and I put does I put how I felt about Logic before I listened to this album. I felt like Logic doesn't have a real identity. He tends to sound like. His predest- like many of his uh, many of his more successful peers, i.e. Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole's, uh, you know those guys. So I went into this album looking to not hear that, if that makes sense. I don't want I want to I want to hear different shit. I'm hoping that I was hoping that this album didn't give me some of that same stuff, but uh. You guys, what uh, going into this album? How did y'all feel about this album before hitting play on that first track? Um, I I seen I seen the song Africarian and I was like immediately turned off because I was like that's a weird word and um, I like just like the way it made me feel when I when I read it. Um, but you know that that's kind of I mean I, I wasn't really looking forward to listening to another Logic album, but you know. I did. Yeah, we know that. Getting this full album review wasn't easy, y'all. That's why we did an episode in like two weeks. <laughs> Cats had to sit with this one for a minute. Yeah. But uh, Soul, man, I mean, as for you, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, this is uh, this is actually the first Logic album that I've listened to like all the way fully. I've never wanted, I've never cared to listen to his music. Um. I mean, some songs have grown on me, but nothing's probably going to last through the winter time. Oh, damn. Damn. Uh, all right. Well, look, man, let's just, uh, let's just dive right into it, man. I got to stop clapping. I don't know if y'all hearing that shit. My bad. Uh, oh, we do. It's excitement. 
That clap just woke up Alexa. Recording, <laughs> my bad. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that Alexa? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Alexa been on one lately. Yo, she been tripping, man. Skynet is in my uh, is in the apartment, and she just be waking up at like random times. Like, yo, did you say something? I'd be like, no. Like, how the fuck did you hear something? Yeah, like, always on, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. But uh, alright, yo. So we're gonna get into let's get into this first track. Hallelujah. Alright, so uh, who's, who wants to start us off? You know what? We're gonna let a uh, book. I want you to start us off with how you felt about uh, Hallelujah. Alright, so can I can I say something right before I talk about Hallelujah? So here we go. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Bashing begin. <laughs> Coming with the hammer early. Yeah, it's, it's not that bad. So, um, lot, so before before I before I heard this album, my favorite Logic line was from Under Pressure, and it was uh, that song Till the End, and he says, "Won't speak on my bank account. So many pa- so many commas. I'd have to pause, and I can't afford to just waste the bars." I love that line, right? Yeah, I and that's when I, that's when I, I, I like a, after after I heard that I was like I love I was like this dude be good and I listen I listen to a bunch of his stuff, but you know like I said we we got into the whole um, biracial thing really really fast after that and I was like okay that's that's his deal maybe you know I'll get more into him when he gets when he gets through it and he he tells the story a little bit more. So this one right. Um, the first, the first thing he says on this on this album is "Open your mind, right? Open yeah. your mind, open your mind." And so I immediately almost got annoyed, right? So I had to do a little, <laughs> I had to do a little boosa, right? Because like I felt like okay, he wants people to be receptive to his message, right? And like I said, at this point of her having her multiple lodging albums, I'm guessing at this point he's gonna do his, uh, you know, regular biracial narrative. And um, you know, shoved that down our throats. But I stopped myself and I said, I'm gonna put aside my biases and I'm gonna really figure out what he wants to open my mind to. That's my first. That's so. That was my first um, thought about Hallelujah. Second, second of all, I was like, he sounds like Ross saying Hallelujah. <laughs> and um, sound on it. And then, and then, when I got to the end of it, the uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson thing. Oh. So, to me, to me, that was kind. Of, to me, it was kind of an interesting choice, right? Because he sounds like God. He has a pretty good voice for God. He can play God in any movie, pretty much. So you think he stole Morgan Freeman's spot? I mean, he, he can play <laughs> unambiguous voice of God. Absolutely, you can play unambiguous voice of God, but not. not <laughs> He can't take Morgan Freeman's spot. That's a lot. Go ahead. Go ahead. But anyway, so voice-wise, he's kind of perfect. But he's a scientist, right? Yeah. And he and he's an agnostic. So exactly. he doesn't really claim faith or disbelief in God, right? So it was kind of it was kind of strange that he picked him because he's basically, if you want to break it down in layman's terms, he's a skeptic. You know, yeah. on religion. So, 
to actually him to play God was an interesting choice to me. Um, so that was that was that was that part. And um, you know, the the last thing I want to say about Hallelujah is the fact that he um, he tells you the point of the album at the very beginning. You know, this album is for all my brothers, brothers and sisters, children, for every race, color, creed, you know, all that stuff. So. Yeah, he lets you know right off the bat, black lives matter, but all lives matter, too. <laughs> oh, you got that? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what, yeah. that's the, that's the, to me, that's the premise of this whole album. I mean, the core premise is accept yourself first so that you can accept others, but it's the, the, the album is black lives matter slash all lives matter. That's that. You know what? That's a very interesting thought, fam, because he's biracial. Like, <laughs> and I think now he, he's starting to play both it. fences. That uh, is but, uh, easy. But uh, what's some call? We're gonna keep, keep, keep let's keep this trucking. Uh, soul man, how'd you feel about this first track? Um, I actually kind of liked it. Um, I like the chorus a little bit. It's kind of catchy. Um, now that you uh, mentioned it, book he does kind of sound a little Rick Rossish when he says Hallelujah. Absolutely. Um. You know, I like the message that he says because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human beings, so all lives do kind of matter, you know. Walking Dead Morgan, all life is precious. I thought that was really, you know, dope. Um, as far as, like, how the skit went at the beginning, you know, um, as far as choosing Neil deGrasse Tyson and the whole playing God, I feel like there's a reason why he did it. And I'll get into it as we go further down into the uh, album. But I mean, for an intro track, I thought it was pretty dope. Long. Very long. But I blame that on the skit. He could have broke that into a second track. I agree completely. That was, that's one of the notes I had on here. That mm-hmm. I would love to hear, have him cut this song at 4 minutes and 45 seconds and make the extra a, a, a new track all its own. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the fact that they got that he uh, pulled Donnell Rollins to be Adam. Oh, that's Donnell Rollins. It sounds like that's Donnell Rollins because he just had the baby. I think that was his wife's actual name that they use in the uh, in the skit itself. So that's Donnell Rollins and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, I think the the it's real. I love that soulful piano, and I think that honestly, I think that's something that uh that like soulful, almost gospely piano and melody i think that's just something that yeah. we're gonna start seeing a lot more because of chance the rapper i think that the, just the openness of of uh you know more spiritual chanting and godly chanting that's something from when chance put that in covering book i think we're gonna start seeing that a lot more from cats like kendrick like it's just gonna it's gonna really become more mm-hmm. in the forefront uh i have no problem with it at all yeah uh boog you pointed it out the very first thing is just the very first thing you hear is open your mind. So it's just like, uh oh, what am I opening my mind to when it comes to this kid, this motherfucker right here? Like, absolutely. <laughs> and, and like I said, after the first song, like you got what you got from it. After the first song, it's like open my mind to the uh, to the white boy hotep shit, because that's how I felt. Oh. Like, by the time I was done I, with this song, I'm like, okay, this album is gonna be one of those type of albums. And the Neil deGrasse Tyson skit. Like I said, it should have just. I really, I really would wish that would have been an extra song on its own, because it's definitely this song won't make it onto a playlist where I don't skip records because I don't want a seven minute long track. And 
four, three of it is talking. Yeah, now you got to skip it. Yeah, now you got to skip it. So now the whole song is a waste now if you got to skip it. If I'm looking for a, a, a playthrough playlist, this, this ain't making it. But uh, all right, yo, let's keep let's keep the train moving, yo. We wanna move on to the next uh, the second track of the album, the title track of the album, Everybody. So, uh, Soul Man, why don't you start us off, man? What did you feel about this uh, track, Everybody? Um, I thought everybody was pretty cool. I like the um, I like the beat. I like the hook. Nothing really uh stood out to me as far as like. His wordplay went, but this is my first time hearing him, and I like the way he kind of like told his story. Okay. Um, like his second verse was pretty interesting. You know, like you said, it is him playing. Um, you know, I'm black and I'm white. He does go into that a whole lot, but I don't know if it's because people always bring that up about him. Or it's because that's just the niche that he's grasping onto. I don't know that much. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, Book, man. What's good with you? What'd you feel about the track, the title track, Everybody? Oh, the beat was really good. I like the beat mm-hmm. on Everybody. <clears throat> um, the thing that really uh, struck me about Everybody from right off, right off the bat, basically, was you know logic is you know he is biracial so you know he part of him feels he can say nigga whenever he feels like it i mean yeah he can I mean he can i mean you know i'm not i'm not gonna say he can't I mean j cole you can't, you can't, you can't <laughs> plant your fist at him he's black yeah. Yeah. it's different it's just different yeah. i'm sorry no, no, it's, it's, different. It's, different. it's different. It's, it's different. No, it's different not because he's, it's not because he's so light skinned. He's he's white. Basically, he's, he's his skin looks white. I think that's the he's only exactly. reason why it's different. He's white biracial. He's not so if black biracial. So if, oh, because he's white biracial. Yes. But like no one question down. It, yeah, exactly. For me, the biggest problem when he's dropping the N word like that is the fact that. Because he's white, he can turn it off if he wants to. If you understand what I'm saying. He doesn't have to be black. He cannot be black on a day when he doesn't feel like being black. We can't turn it off. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. One, one, uh, what's one? Oh, my fault, boy. Go ahead. Let me let you finish. <laughs> let me let you finish. No, 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 no. no. Uh, go, go, go. Nah, yeah, for, for me, like, like I said, for me, like, uh, when it came to this track, this the first thing that stuck out to me i was listening to it i'm bouncing to it and i got a real familiar vibe this is kendrick lamar's all right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes immediately like immediately it. turned me off because i'm like see that fast he's right the first the first track i said okay there's a little chance to rappery next track kendrick lamar's all right so now i'm automatically like I'm right back to how I started off listening to listening to this album. Like he has no ident- no real identity of himself yet, and I'm still not hearing it. Yeah, uh, was like from that, that. That's pretty much it. I mean, beat was dope. The flow was like the, the song just reminded me of Kendrick Lamar's "All Right." That's the first thing that came to my head after I got. I got yeah. So like, there's a part in this song right that really struck me, and he says "nigga" in the song right. 
Yeah. And but he don't just say it like and just keep it moving. Yeah. And when he says <laughs> it in this he song, he stops the music. He stops the music. It's and he, it's like an echo. Like nigga, nigga, yeah. like like come yeah. on, man. Like you ain't gotta do that. Like we yeah. already know sure you like to you, you were black. It. Okay, you're black. All right, cool. It's Fuck black. it. Like you can say nigga, but still, like. <laughs> Like you ain't got you ain't gotta stop the music. Don't let it say no, like motherfucker. I can say the N word too. That's yeah. Word up, word up. But all right, yo, let's keep let's keep the train moving, man. We want to uh, Logic's third track, "Confess," featuring my man Killer Mike. Now I gotta I gotta go in first on this joint because just listening to them soul that that soul piano come back again that little church the church flow on the keys, dude I just felt like this is Jersey club music this is Jersey house music like just the intro yeah. of it like that first good thirty seconds is, is just like okay this is Jersey house music I love it uh, I I didn't find it to be Kendrick Lamar at all which was a relief to me. Uh, I, uh, what's my part? His hook. The devil said that he want my soul, and then it goes into that that hook. And it's just somebody save me. Full volume vocals going, just blaring. Got me right back into the headspace where I wanted to be. This track is dope. To me, it's dope. I I, I wrote. Uh, I always write like a. I write. I hand write the list of tracks. And I put next to it, like for Hallelujah, I put skip after the song is done. Everybody, I skip that. For Confess, I put let that bitch breathe. Because I'm not skipping this joint. This joint is playing. I think so far, arrangement is on point. Confess is dope. A little little chance to rap revive. But Killer Mike is ill. Boog, go ahead, man. Let him know what it is. Confess. But yeah, this beat is really good. Logic knows what he's doing when he wants to try to portray a certain feeling. So he gets Killer Mike to um, give him an extra level of credibility. And Kill, you know, Killer Mike does that. Oh, man. Um, so Mike preaches. Yeah, he preaches, you know. So, <laughs> so to me, this song is about getting the bad things out of your life. You know, one of the lines that caught me was, I'm a dirty motherfucker, waste of life, waste of skin. I want to repent, but don't know where to begin. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people can feel like that. And I'm speaking from a spiritual mindset. You know, you're out in the world. You're doing things, not taking care of yourself or your brothers and sisters. You know, doing that for a while can get you down. And, you know, you probably do some things you're not proud of. And, um, you know, you want to you want to you want to kind of, you know, purge all of that stuff. And, you know, people, you, you can feel like a waste of life. Um, by having all of that on you and not purging it or and, or doing, I guess I want I, I, I guess I can say dirt. You know that's not really where I want to go. I don't have a better word right now. But I guess if you want, if you're doing dirt, if you're just doing things in life that are senseless, you don't really care about what happens to you in certain moments or what happens to other people in certain moments, taking advantage of people. You know all that stuff can just weigh you down, and you got to get it up off you. And that, that, I think that's what confess is really about. Word up, word up. Uh, Soul Man, I want you to go ahead and let us know what you feel about that uh, track, Confess, featuring Killer Mike. Yeah, yeah, the um, the beat was definitely super, super dope. Uh, Killer Mike's outro, definitely on point. Love Killer Mike. Um, I thought the bridge was dope. One thing that I did notice on this song 
and I don't know if it's just because this is my first time listening to a Logic album or not, but he um he he rides a lot on the beat itself and the bridge to extend his songs. Yes. Was that him in the last two albums as well? I'm trying to think. I don't remember. First, uh, yeah, I, I can't remember enough. Because it's not. It's, I don't think so. Let me just say I don't think so. But I don't. It's not. I mean, I, I listen to his other album. albums. I listened to one of his other albums like maybe once or twice, three times. I mean, the first one I listened to under under pressure. I listened to that like maybe three, four times. After that, like I haven't. I've listened. I listened to the last one maybe once or twice, and you know that's it. Yeah, but uh, what's your problem, man? Um, I think uh that it's really dope that he has his wife on the bridge. Oh, that's his so wife. Really cool. Uh huh. Oh, okay, that is dope then. Never knew. Never knew. Hey, but uh, what's your problem, man? All right, man. Let's uh, let's what's your Let's just keep let's keep this train moving, man. Uh, we're gonna move right into uh, take it. Uh, take it back Oh no my fault My fault Next track is Killing Spree Featuring Anzel Elgort 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 Yeah that's a It's a real interesting name But uh Boog man You wanna uh Lead us off With that track Yeah Yeah a couple things On this song man This this, this was one of This was This was a very Interesting song Um So basically To me This song is about and the society feeding us, you know, stuff that's going to kill people physically and mentally. Um, things that are important and trending on social media are things that get the most airplay and the most likes. And our society has become, you know, one that's driven by likes and follows. And, um, you know, social media has pretty much just changed our world as we know it. And that's that's all I'm going to say to start off with this song is about. It's, it's just a really just about um, the... the the um, effect that social media has had on our society. Alright, that's dope. That's dope. So, man, you want to go in on a, uh, you want to go in on Killing Spree? Um, this is another one of those tracks that's a little like, well, too much for me. It's a lot of bad words, all at once. Bad words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just, and it, and it throws me off from from any artist. Even from like maybe not from like Eminem because like I know him for that kind of shit, but from everybody else, it's a lot. But I get the message that he's saying. Um, I actually like that first little uh, bar that he had in verse one. Uh, real shit going on in Lebanon. Uh, hashtag pray for this, pray for that. But you ain't doing shit. Get away from that. Blame it on the black. Blame it on the white. Blame it on the gun. Blame it on the Muslim. Everyone bl- want to blame him, blame her. Just blame it on the motherfucker killing everyone. Like that's a direct shot at you know the direct people that's doing all the killings, and everybody knows who's doing all the killings. Word up, word up. So like, I like that he's trying to really like try and like. Do his little rebellious fight the power type of shit here. Alright, that's what's up. Yep. That's tight. Uh, Killing Spree. Uh, what's I'm call it? Real quick on it, man. It's a trap song. This is, I think this is his yes. at a trap song. 
And it, I think it fits him. I think he slowed down his flow a lot considering that how he usually rap, the speed in which I think he's more comfortable rapping. I think he slowed his flow down. Uh, like I said, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of language. Ask, ask Titty's Pussy Money Beat. Like, it's just, the hook is hard. It's real rough. Like I said, I think it fits, though, the whole track beat. That's not child friendly. <clears throat> Uh, everybody looking for everybody looking for the meaning of life through their cell phone screens. That's probably one of my favorite. That's probably my favorite bar on this whole on, on the out. Yeah, because I think it's just real when you're watching people walking, heads is down. Watching people driving, heads are down. Like every everybody's looking at their cell phone screen for everything. I'm recording right now and I'm looking at my cell phone screen right now. Like everybody's <laughs> looking at. I'm not going for now. My wife to send me a message. I was looking at it. Like, but like, like I said, it's just everybody's looking at their cell phone screen. Uh, but what's some call? What I like about it the most is at right at the um. Right at the end of the song, basically, you hear a gunshot, and it's like the song runs back again. So it's like the cycle. Yeah, real quick. Ass titties, pussy money, weed. Ass titties, pussy. The end of the song, boom, you're dead. The cycle starts all over again. I don't know yep. if you guys are familiar with uh, Lupe Fiasco's last album. He put out uh, Droga's Light. I yeah. listen to that very lightly. But this is the time. I think this is what Lupe was trying to get with Droga's Light. This is the tracks. This is the type of track that Lupe was trying to do with that album. And yeah, you know what I mean. But you know what I mean. But like, like I said, I this is a dope. To me, this is this is a dope record. <clears throat> so like, what I I mean, I want to say something else about this song. So I think one of the things that he really wants to get at is that substance, like substance in people in life is at an all-time low. And that's partly due to technology and social media. You know, you know, social media can make you look like you getting money. I hate that term. Um, Big money, and, getting money? And, yeah, I, I, hate, I hate that term, getting money. We'll get, we'll, I, I'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, yeah, in, I mean, in real life, you know, you're probably not getting money. You know, folks claim to be doing all sorts of things on social media and they're just not. And when you are, um, when you're, when, when you're, I guess, fronting for the gram and not really doing the things you say you're doing, when it comes down to actually having to produce something or actually having to, um, I guess, fulfill an idea, it's, it's hard because you haven't even practiced that. Like, for instance, you know, I got a friend at work, and uh, he's a, he's one of my he's one of my computer programmer friends, and he but he's a track coach, and you know he talks to people all the time, and they present um he he presents his apps to people, and they're like surprised that he actually he's legit and he can actually deliver what he says he he can deliver. So I asked him why 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 you think that is. He said because folks are always trying to look like. They have it going on when they really when they really get down to the meat of it. There's nothing there. Like they'll have like websites, pictures, videos, and all sorts of stuff. But when you really actually go out there and solve a problem, they never had the consistency to actually finish it and do it. So they they can't. They just can't <laughs> even even uh, you know muster the strength to even get over the hump and get it done. And um, I think this this song really talks to that a lot. No. Nah. Perfect ending, man. Let's uh, let's keep it. Let's keep the uh, let's keep it going. Oh, next track is uh, track number five. Take it back. 
uh, Soul may you want to start us off with Take It Back? Um, sure. I feel like, um, I like where he was going with it. I like the message that he was saying, you know, like, we got to really take back the land that was stolen from us. You know, all across the board. Just like most of the other tracks on this album, nothing really stood out as far as, like, his verses. Another uh, another track about him talking about being white and black. He says the N-word again in the first verse. It wasn't as bad as the first time. <laughs> I'm, I'm not paying him much mind. I'm just going through Rap Genius right now to uh, make sure that I remember everything. But um, I like the outro. I think that was pretty cool. You know, a little, uh, little window into his life. Oh, now you actually like that. I mean, it gave me, as a new Logic listener, a little bit of backstory. So, as long as it was, I guess I appreciated it. You know, and it goes in coexist, yeah. I don't know the actual word, but it goes in a coincidence there it is, with the uh, title of the track, Take It Back. Yeah. I know. Take it back. I get that. I get that. Uh, yeah, whatever. What's it called? The book, man. What you think about this track? So this is the song where I finally, finally realized why Logic is the way that he is. Right. So it took us three. <laughs> took me three albums. Three albums to, for him to I mean, tell you this yeah. story, right? Yes, to tell me this story, and like it makes like. For him to like, and I can go back and be like, that's why he's like this. That's why, and like this one song, I'm like this is why. And and literally all throughout this album, I always go back to the song, like this is why he's saying this. This is why he's saying that <laughs> because of this fucking song. And um, you know, he considers himself black, and I and we knew that, and we knew his you know his uh his mama's white dad was black. You know, he his mom and dad abused drugs. He had a crazy childhood. Um, but what I didn't know was that his mom was a racist, which changes the game, right? And all, 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 the, all the drugs and all of the, you know, he said he got kidnapped and things like that, you know, and that, all of the that situations that he had, I mean, the situations that he had to deal with all kind of fade to the background when he said his mom was a racist. I was like, wow. That um that just pretty much changes the whole game for me, you know, and because he, he's one of those people that wants everybody to be happy and he wants to love everybody. And by having a mom that's racist, that's kind of going against everything that he feels on the inside. And um, I find, I find, so so I do find it, it uh, interesting, the timing of this song, because, you know, over the last couple albums, he hasn't gotten the support he wants from the black community. So. He tells us the story, which is the, you know, the driving force behind everything. So people can find like, now I understand. I'm one of the people that now, I, I mean, I've always like, I never said I don't support, support logic. I'm just one of the people that says, all right, good. Now I get it. You know, and, you know, I, I, he, he's been through a lot. And, you know, this, this, this song definitely outlines all of that. 
No, definitely, definitely. Uh, again, what I got to say with this song, uh, one, I don't mean to sound insensitive, grimy, whatever. I don't care about your life story, Logic. You had a heart. Oh, man. You had man. a heart. You had a yeah. tough upbringing. You had a tough upbringing. That sucks. Your mom was racist against you. Whatever. That's terrible. You know, I told Soul the other day. I was like, the reason why no one, why, or let me not say no one, because I think he has a very large fan base. The reason why Logic is not getting the recognition he deserves, unfortunately, as a white rapper, because that's the lane he's going to fall in. No matter how much he mentions he's black, he's going to fall in the white rapper lane. Eminem's story is more compla- compelling than his. See, see, now, I don't So, is Eminem's story more compelling just because he says he's white? Because if Logic said he was white, his story would be pretty fucking compelling. I oh, let me put it okay. Then let me like, put it like this: with, Eminem's story that change it? has Eminem's story has been here longer. Maybe not more compelling, but Eminem's story has been here way longer. So Logic, you're you're hard you're hard living growing up as a white kid who felt black. Eminem's story was a movie. Your life was Eight Mile. Come on, moving on with life. Your life was eight mile. I'm sorry, the, the track just doesn't get. You can explain. You can explain it away. I just didn't get the vibe from it. Uh, take it back when I'm listening to it. I don't know if y'all remember Kendrick Lamar's Untitled album, track number, yes. seven, track number seven, uh, Levitate. That's the same song. Oh man, about all that. It's the same vibe, the same vibe, it's the same vibe, it's the same thing, like, that that turned me off, I'm I'm hearing, no, it's not, it's not not carbon copy, but it's very similar, it's the same type of feel through the beat, it's, sorry, this is how I feel, I'm still waiting for, uh, he will, he's verbally giving us his identity, Musically, he has not done it yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can, I, can, I, can, I can definitely see that. Like he he told us a story, but we still don't know his personality, like who this guy yeah. really is. Yeah, I get that feeling definitely. And I'm still waiting. And off your and you're on your third album now. I need to know who you are by now. But uh, what's some call? I don't know if y'all want to. Uh, let's just keep it. Let's get. Let's get. Keep it going. Next one. No, you you can you can keep it going. It just you know it, 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 that's gonna be a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to say, yo, speak your piece. <laughs> nah, I'm, nah, I'm, no, I'm done. I, mean, I don't have anything else to say about that. Well, I, I'm I'm just happy that he told me a story, and now I can link something back to why he says things, why he acts a certain way on in, in his music. Yeah, yeah. But uh, let's keep it going, man. Next track, track number six, America, featuring Black Thought. Chuck D, big uh, Lenbo, I don't know who that is, and produced by No ID. Uh, Bug, man, start, want to start this off, man? Go ahead. So, I don't have much to say about this song, but it's super dope, right? I like this song. Um, bunch of features. Um, I, I immediately, you know, wanted to hear it because I love Black Thought. And um, lastly... You know, this this is his fuck Trump song. You know, like every like everybody's gonna have a fuck everybody's Trump song. Everybody's gonna have one. <laughs> yeah, so that, I think I think that's that's been the 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 hip hop that I've heard lately 
Everybody's had a fuck Trump song. I, I mean, um, Joey Badass has had one. Kendrick Lamar somewhat had one. Um, and that now, now Logic has one. So, you know, I, I think that's just going to be a, uh, a trend nowadays. Word up, word up. Uh, for me, uh, immediately, like you said, it's the fuck Trump song. I'm just waiting to see, hear this song on the news. Uh, overlaying montages of people fucking up in riots after Trump gets in people. Not happening. Like Not I just happening. see, like I just like this is just the beat I hear for the Trump revolution. Like this is it. Yeah. This is the. This is gonna be it. Uh, but they're not gonna play logic. But they're not gonna play logic. Oh no, they're not gonna play logic. Black and you and you would be highly upset at that moment. No, if they go because what I'm looking to hear is my man's Chuck D speaking on the revolution so soulfully. Yo, Chuck D ain't Mr. Beat in all these years. Yeah, yo. Like Chuck D's verse was amazing. Uh. I honestly, I uh, definitely got this as a uh, this a track that I uh, have tagged as "Let That Bitch Breathe" because we're not skipping this. This is getting played every time. Uh, uh, what's McCoy? I think this is the track that Joey Badass was missing off his album. A track like this, like even Joey Badass's, uh, you know, "Fuck Donald Trump" song where he actually says and everybody else screams "Fuck Donald Trump." It just didn't like this. This track just hits on all cylinders like if this this is a five-star track to me. like it just it bangs on all cylinders uh soul man what you think about uh this track america um when i first heard it i was immediately turned off because of the hook it reminds me of lady gaga's love game and it was just just annoyed the shit out of me um but other than that, the song is pretty dope. Um, I like the features. Black Thought was dope. Chuck D. Chuck D definitely went in. Um, Logic's fourth verse. I like that one. Uh, the first little uh, line that he did. Uh, George Bush don't care about black people. 2017 and Donald Trump is the sequel. So shit, I'll say yeah. what Kanye won't. Wake the fuck up and give the people what they want. Kind of reached with that rhyme there. Kind of, kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for 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 frenetic aesthetics, I'll let him take it. Um, apparently this is the first uh, actual political song that he's ever done. Yeah, yeah. So for so for what it is, I think it holds up. Uh, I think it holds up pretty strong. Nah, yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Uh, anybody want? Anybody got anything else they want to quote before we close out this song? We're gonna keep it moving. Nope, Al- album filler. Nope. Album filler. Ah, <laughs> this song is the album filler. Hold <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, on, for? Oh, I'm gonna say, why? Oh, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's not. It's, 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 it's not. I don't want. I don't want to just put it out there like this is total throwaway. You know, this is not. This is definitely not um, a great song, but it's not a terrible song. So it's kind of an album filler. But the next song is definitely an album filler. 
Oh, definitely, definitely. Really? We're about to get into it. We're about to get Really? You don't think so? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it kind of is, but I don't know. I like it. He's in full-fledged album full of mold with this one. Yeah, really. So yeah. we're getting into it. Track number seven, Ink Blot, featuring Juicy J. Now, this, I, what's my call? I'm, uh, definitely, um, I'm sorry. I know y'all getting mad at me about the whole comparisons. If this ain't a J. Cole track, I don't know what is. <laughs> Why is it? This is a J. Cole piece. <laughs> Who produced this track? I, I, I definitely, I, I, I should have looked, because this is definitely a J. Cole uh, um, sound. Six and Juicy, Juicy, Juicy J is on it, so he, I'm, I'm, I was just going to guess he did it. Oh. I just... Six and Deets produced it. Okay, okay. Oh, six. That's that's dude's like in-house producer. Okay, okay. But uh, I don't know. Probably mixed it. I just feel like, especially on this, I feel like he's. I feel like, like he wants to be the voice of the for the black people. <laughs> but talking about know, that. Uh, but he okay. knows he can't be. Because, like I said before, he could wake up tomorrow and decide, I just want to be white. And he's good. He'll never have to worry about it. His, he, he's not, uh, not even that. Not even that. How can I say it? Like, he wants to be the voice of the black people, but he's not coming hard enough. His fangs ain't sharp enough to beat what he wants. Mm, he's like a little young Simba, yes. He, he's not, he's not, it's like, you gotta be all or nothing. When it comes to our struggle, you can't be part time. You can't, like I said in the, off the first track, you can't be all lives matter and Black Lives Matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now he wants to be hood, and you know he's got Juicy J, which I find to be. I actually like them together, which even though I find them to be so obscure. Yeah. Very obscure, but they work well off of one another. Uh, I don't think the. the you know, it's just this track just really uh like you said album filler album filler but uh what's we call it uh book may you want to go ahead let, let them know what you uh let them know what you think other than the fact that it's an album so, yeah well and and it's short as hell like it's like a, yeah. i don't know it's short as hell but anyway i don't really get this i didn't really get the point of this song until the end of logic's first verse when he says I'm going to keep rapping about all this shit that don't matter and making a buck. You know, so basically this song is talking about, you know, he just thinks that people are being fake, um, knowing it and not caring as long as they're making money. You know, i.e., you know, uh, Yachty, uh, Young Thugs, you know, a lot, a lot of people do that. They put out whack stuff and or they put out stuff that is going to sell. They don't really care how it sounds as long as it sells just to make some money. And that's really all the, all, all the song really is about, really. I talk to my brother about that a lot. He's a rapper. And I tell him, you know, you know, making money is one thing, you know, but making money while being yourself is something entirely different. And you, you want to do the making money while being yourself thing because if you, you know, do something that's not yourself just to make some, just to make some bread, you know, it's... It, it could come back to bite you in the ass. Like it, it, it could be great for you, but I mean, totally could come I, back to bite you in the ass. Well, I've said it before. Character gets old. So once you become a character of yourself, it's gonna get old. You're gonna get tired of it, and it's gonna it's just gonna get played out. Nice. Yeah, you know I mean, 
But uh, what's gonna call it? Soul man, what'd you think about uh the track Ink Block? Um, as album fillerish as it is, I really do like it. I don't know if it's Juicy J's voice on it. I don't know if it's the beat. I like the uh. I guess the perspective that he's trying to go through where he's like, you know, none of all the uh, money that he's making and all the shit that he's rapping about really matters because it's not, you know, what he really wants to be. And I thought that was pretty dope. It's interesting. Uh, what's one, one thing I want to point out. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Nah. Uh, one thing one thing I want to point out. The skit from the opening song, it's almost like he's just abandoned it at this point. Like, what, what's, what's up? You mean Adam, the, uh... Adam is dead somewhere talking to God. We haven't heard shit about that. And we're on yeah. track, we're going to track eight, and we haven't heard anything about that. I mean, but we're going you to... You know, I, I agree. I, I, I agree that, you know I mean? that I don't think that was super... I mean, that could have been well thought out, but I'm like, gonna get like you said, purpose. it probably should have... It probably should have came up again. By now. I'm going to get into oh, you my got one too? I just wanted to point that out, but I'm going to get into I mean, why if you I remember did. the, uh, if you remember at the skit at the intro, the space between spaces beyond time and existential intelligence. Oh, now you're going so, to metaphysics, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's what, I'm going that's to, exactly what he said. No, I'm going into some plain old, I understand why you did that with your album. And it didn't work, but uh, <laughs> but we going once once we're finished, I'm gonna bring it all full circle on what I'm talking about. But we going into most definitely track number eight. We gonna let this rock. Uh, who who wants to start off with track number eight? Most definitely. I will. I didn't um, like it. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> that's quick, fast, and in a hurry. <laughs> Bang! Shoot it down. Not the track at all. You're reaching too hard, boy. Please. Damn, he called him boy. He just called him. <laughs> Why are you calling him boy, though, man? You can't call him boy. You're a grown-ass man, man. <laughs> but still, like, I don't know. I felt like he was reaching too hard. Like, I get it. Black. You want us to be uplifted. But the whole, like, he could have, like, got rid of the entire outro. And I oh, man. Absolutely. <laughs> that killed the whole track. Uh... Book, go ahead, man. You want to give uh, go? Almost oh, definitely. Man, that was that was that was kind of scathing, but um, especially you call him boy. <laughs> just, yeah, for real. Get that out of my head. That's just demoralized the shit out of everything. That's just what I'm talking about. Right there. That's just what yeah, I'm talking about. I ain't mad at you. Speak your mind, man. Speak your mind. Um, but anyway, yeah. So this this one reminded me if uh, uh the rapper rap, rapper of the game. Um, no more fun and games. That's what it ri- reminded me of, because he's just spitting. It's kind of a fast pace, no holes barred. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to spit. Um, basically, he's being inspired. Uh, follow your dreams, and uh, don't, you know, give in to the temptations in life. One of the parts, other than the outro, that was, that I found interesting, was, you know, he has his lyric. He says, come now, folk, uh, come now, folk, get woke, stay woke, because the white man want the black man to stay broke, right? So I thought I, I thought that line was really interesting, and um, like you can go past it a lot, like you can go past like, as a black person, I think you can go past that line, it's easy because, um, no, we, we black people, we hear stuff like that all the time, you know, it's not even like, it's like commonplace. And, um, you know, like, 
when he's saying it, it sounds it's, it's a little bit interesting because because he looks white, right? So him saying something like because a white man wants a black man to stay broke, I could just see a situation with you know him being around some white white people that that will say something like that, and he'll have they'll show him actual evidence that this is true. And they show him that because they think he's white, he won't be offended. And it's just like that that line is just interesting to me for him for him to say that, like he might actually have had a conversation with somebody that's actually racist yep. and they not know he's white and they say something like that to him. Yep. I agree completely. I heard this. I listened to this track. I actually listened to this track twice. I did it. I did it back to back on this track. I actually think track number eight. We finally are hearing what logic sounds like. This is logic with no flavor from somebody else. We got logic on this track, and Boogie explained it the, like I said the best. I'll guarantee you, he sat in a room with a bunch of white folk that are probably thrown around nigga, 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 all over the place. And he's just had to sit there. Yeah. Not knowing, oh, maybe I should tell him, but no, maybe I should, but maybe I should. Like, I guarantee you. And like I said, him being in that situation, if he didn't say anything, goes toward my, my feelings toward logic. He can turn it off when he wants to. But uh, so oh not so you already did did your thing on it. That's uh I didn't have like, yeah. I didn't have too much except for that. I thought it was a good track though. Uh, like I said, it's actually a, a a track that I play. This is this goes to the play not the permanent playlist, but it'll make it onto a playlist. But if I I'll skip it if I'm not in the mood for it, and uh or you know I'll let it play out. But we're gonna get into the uh keep keep the train moving. We're gonna get into the next joint. Waiting room is pretty, uh, pretty cut and dry. We finally get to see what's uh, what's been going on. With uh, you know, eight songs later, we get to hear about what what's been happening. And me, I damn near forgot the whole premise. The whole rebirth, uh, reincarnation shit. It's like, you know, I think this is Hotepery at its finest. I come here. I just well, unless I don't understand what Hotep is like. This all of this extra, like I just think he's trying to be extra deep for no reason, and I'm. It just didn't work for me. It's like, dude, you. I could tell listening to this, listening to these skits. I can tell that Logic caught heat when he wanted to call his album Africarian. So he said, I need something else. Okay, let's call it everybody, and let's just throw this shit. His al- this album, if you take out all the extra Neil deGrasse Tyson skits and all that shit, is Africarian. The only thing that makes it everybody is these skits. But uh, I'm going to let y'all go ahead. Uh, Book, you want to uh, Now, matter of fact, Soul, go ahead. Let's, let's Soul, you know, chomp into it. Oh, yes. You own 40,000 acres. Um. I'm sorry. That's quite all right. Well, from a science standpoint, pretty sure it's, uh, what is it? Energy can't be created or destroyed, only, uh, only transferred. 
So the whole like, mm -hmm. so the whole reincarnation rebirth thing, I kind of get. And since when we're in like that kind of state, I'm sure time doesn't exist for us. Who knows where we could transform or be transferred into? Depending on how far or how fast we may travel. I'm not even trying to get it. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to keep this boat moving. Boog, man, what you think, man? Because I can't. <laughs> I'm my, sorry, so I can't. My wife thinks it's a joke, straight up. Like She was like, is this, is this a joke? So what, what I get from this, like, so the thing that I really get from this is at one point Adam says, wait, that's too much. That's too much to take in. And that's kind of the truth. This whole skit is like, what? Like, it, it, it kind of felt a little off to me. Um, but I'm, but I still got some notes on it. So I'm, 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 I'm gonna talk about what I, what I, what I got from this skit. Um, so, you know, you know, you see. So God says, you see, Adam, every act of hatred and violence committed against, you know, you committed against another, you committed against yourself. Um, so just like Logic's mom, you know, she's racist, he, but he's half black. And he comes from her, um, and she hates herself when she discriminates against him. You know, and she loves herself when she loves everybody. So that's kind of, I think, what he's getting at. Um, it makes it's a pretty cool concept, you know, because we're all one people, one human race, and um, we're all brothers and sisters, but we don't act like it. And I think that's where uh, logic is saying when a person is discriminatory against another person. You know, they're really just discriminating. They're really just discriminating against themselves. For example, you know, if you're a white person that doesn't like black people, and I use that example just because you know I'm black and I've experienced you know one to twelve white people in my life that can't handle my presence, and <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so you know, like when when you're like that. When you like that, you just miss out on things in life. When you can't just deal with certain people, you just you miss out on a lot of stuff in life being like that. And um, I, th I think you know that that's that's the point of this. That's that's the point of this. I don't know if that's the point of the whole um, Adam, you know, God thing, but I think that's the point of this waiting room thing. It is only then that you understand. Right. I mean, you can also look at it kind of like a uh, like a karmic circle kind of thing, like whatever energy you put out into the universe comes right back into you. Absolutely. So that's another way you can look at it. Now, see, yeah. see, so was that so difficult to say instead of trying to make sense of all that Billy Dick bullshit that they had going on before and <laughs> transferred <laughs> and transformed and it is, you know, it, it is but. Done. I mean, <laughs> like, there's been, I've seen, like, videos where, like, people will have, like, just died, and then I have, like, an infrared camera over them, and, and an energy will escape the body. could do anything with a camera, bruh. I've seen paranormal activity, homie. I'm sorry. Eh. Eh? Eh. I've seen paranormal okay. activity. I thought that shit was Fuck really fucked. Fuck out of here. 
They did that shit with yes. They did that shit with strings, B. Come on, son. <laughs> strings and shoelaces, nigga. They made paranormal activity. <laughs> Not shoelaces, man. Strings, shoelaces, and bubble gum to hold to make shit stick. I mean, Come on, bro, man. but at least at least get them. At least give them a fishing line, fam. You can't give them shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> they right, they use shadow. Small. Oh they need something small. So yeah, they use translucent fishing line, hundred and fifty pound reel, so it can carry a heavy ass go. dude up the steps. Whatever. Give, give them a low respect, man. Low respect. <laughs> Yo, paranormal activity was dope as fuck. They made their movies for like twenty. Yeah. Shit sold for like two hundred million. Like. I can't. That's why I'm saying give them a little respect. You you saying <laughs> they got shoelaces, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, I just had to think of some stringy shit, bro. Give me a break. I need to think of some stringy shit. But yeah, let's keep yeah. it. Let's keep it moving, man. Because we're going in. It's my next. The next track. Track number ten. One eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. For those who don't know that this is the uh this is a suicide hotline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I definitely uh honestly uh probably like oh yeah here we go. This is my favorite track off the album, most definitely. Uh as I think I I shared it a couple episodes ago in high school. I I thought about I thought about committing suicide and uh it's like this this is the little this like the little like the little bar, the little thing he says where it's, where it's a simple I want you to be alive. Like people don't understand like how how much just having that one person say when when somebody's telling you I feel like I have no purpose, I want to go. Just that one person coming to you and saying, "Well, I want you to be alive." Change could change everything. This song is going to save somebody's life. Like hands down, uh I think Alessia Cara and she's one of my favorite uh, young people out here doing music. I uh, love her track here. It's real grounded. She's really, I think she's really, uh, you know, on par with what she's trying to do. Uh, I've talked already about the dude, Cat, Cat, uh, Khaled. I said it the last track. I've been listening to him. I think he's another one that's really on point. So I, I just think the song was just built perfectly. I just, I, I love this track. I love this track. Uh, like I said, uh, both. Go ahead, man. Let, uh, let us know how you feel about it. So when I first, when I first, you know, saw the album um, title, I didn't even, I don't, I don't know that number, but I knew that as possibly it was a hotline, so I figured it's possibly a su- this is a song about suicide. Yeah. Um, the song was the song was cool. Um, it starts out with you know being depressed, saying I, he wants to die today, which kind of struck me. You know, I was. I was outside grilling at the time when I heard this song. I was like, man, like, That's I got to stop grilling and listen to him. Why you make it sense? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I had to stop. I had to stop what I was doing and actually listen to this song. I was like, man. So, but um, I, 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 liked, I like how he progresses in the song, like with the, with the girl, Alessia Cara. I like how she comes in in the middle verse um, when actually um, he says, I don't want to die. I want to be alive. And she comes in just at that point, kind of providing a vocal, you know, new basically. And I, I, I like I like that part about the song. Yeah. Dope, dope. Uh, so, man, uh, you got anything you want to input? 
Um, yeah, no, I like this track a lot too. Definitely like this track. Um, uh, a lot of respect goes to Logic for actually uh, putting this track out and going into a partnership with the uh, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline to uh, put this out. So I'm sure he had to get some kind of sponsor deal to fucking put their phone number as a title yeah, track. I, I, don't, I don't think he's getting paid for this. I think. It's I mean, I know. He, I know he's not. I know he's not getting paid for it. But it was. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was released in partnership with them. Yeah, yeah. I def- I'll give you that. They definitely know about it. Uh, for me, at last, I said that. I get dollars off it. That's stupid. Selfish. I give this track five stars. A hundred percent. Uh, and I actually think I actually think this is his best this is Logic's best vocal performance on the album thus far you know he tries to hold his little melody singing type of thing this is his best vocal performance oh yeah he's light skin does sing yeah. Yeah, you know he gotta get him light skin emotions he's not light skin come on man Don't, let's not do this okay. I mean isn't he 50-50 technically <laughs> Technically, he's 50 50, but he's not. Uh, let's not do this, alright? Because he's, right? he's bleached. People gonna think I'm racist by the end of this episode when I'll be like, well, not like white. He's, like, he's, he's not black enough. Because he's not black enough. <laughs> anyway, people gonna think I'm racist guy. before the end I of this like, episode. I like Alicia I don't Cara wanna... on it. <laughs> um, I like her verse. She's uh, talking about, you know, all of like. Reasons for living. No, that's enough. That was very positive. I like Khaled too on the outro. He was dope. Uh, again, I, I think this is one of those songs where we actually get to hear logic. Uh-huh. Like, like this is another one of those songs where this is one of those few songs where it doesn't sound like somebody else. This sounds like logic, and I, like I said, I really digged it. But uh, what's some call it? Let's um, let's keep the uh. Keep the train moving, man. We're going to get into the next track. I mean, we almost done. We're on track 11 of 13. Uh, Anxiety. With uh, featuring Lucy Rose. Now, I really I really like this. Real real mellow in the beginning. Real soulful. Uh, I like the little choir sample in the background or whatever it is. Uh, when the beat actually switches and it goes in on the track. Unfortunately. It sounds like a beat that J. Cole didn't use on Born Center. Uh, I don't know what it is about, and I don't know what it is about Logic talking, like when he starts just talking. I don't want to hear him. I immediately skip to the next track. <laughs> That's not uh, it just is. I don't want to hear lo- like Logic when he wants to tell us his life story. It's like I just I don't want to hear you talk. Just rap. That's it. But uh, soul, soul. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm I'm, I mean, I, like I, I totally agree yeah. with you. I totally agree with you, especially um on this track. Cause I feel like you know the uh the uh the song like his verses and the chorus itself does a good enough point of conveying the message of you know anxiety's a bitch but gotta fight through it his whole story about his anxiety attack I mean while I empathize with him because I've had an anxiety attack once while I was at work I 
pass out or nothing like that. I ain't end up in no hospital bed. I just had to go out and get some air. But like, I know what that's like. But she just talks way too much. Yeah, way too much. I think it makes his album feel really bloated when he starts having... He has too much dialogue for a rap album. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, put it in the bars. Too much dialogue, too many beat breaks that are, like, just instrumental filler. I feel like he has a lot of bridges and pre-choruses and a bunch of bullshit like that to just fill the music. But uh, we're gonna keep it moving. Book, man. Go ahead. Go in on it. Anxiety. <laughs> so, so first thing, I don't even know why he spelled it like that. Um, because he spelled it wrong, and I, I've, been, I've been trying to figure out. I don't know why. I just can't figure out why he spelled it wrong. There's some way, some reason why. Haven't yet figured it out. Does anybody know? I tell, when, no, I just tell you. When I was looking at the word, I'm like. I stared at it for a good two minutes, like, am I tripping? <laughs> like, that's not how you spell that thing. I, I yeah, feel, I I feel was you. I was looking at this word, like, what? Yeah, I feel you. So I haven't been able to even, in my mind, think about why he would do that or what the Z instead of an X means, but whatever. Muscle, but everybody, so, but anxiety, everybody has oh, to some no. degree. I think I get it. My fault. Right. Not to cut you off. No, go ahead. But I want to know. What's your call? Yeah. Maybe it's because um, instead of using the X, because don't Xanax start with a Z, and that's what you use. That's what you take for anxiety. Uh, Xanax starts okay. with an X. Oh shit! You're right. You're right. It's <laughs> X A D E X. I don't know that. Fuck it. Yeah. We're still, we're still at your little bullshit theory. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, sorry, logic. I tried to help you. Oh well, that's what I see. That's what I get for trying to help the white man. Oh, (laughs) come on. He's black. (laughs) Makes the black man look stupid. Say that about him. He's black. (laughs) So, so, so we're not saying. So you can't, you can't keep saying that because we don't. We Jake Cole is biracial too, right? We're not saying that about him. And you know, but you know what J. Cole also doesn't do? The, he, but J. Cole doesn't have to because J. Cole's lazy. Like, he looks because more he, black. No, because he's world. perceived as black. Exactly. It's just like, what did they say? If you were, um, if if you had, uh, had what was it, a, a, a third black in you, you're black? Yeah. So no matter what, they're all going to be biracial. I understand that. Because if they have a little piece of it, they're black. If you can turn it off, something about your credibility doesn't last. It's not as substantial. Tomorrow, Logic can wake up and decide that he doesn't want to be black anymore. And no one's going to question it because he can pass. Uh, J. Cole cannot do that. Because J. Cole stands in his skin as a black man. Yeah. Drake, the same thing. Drake cannot decide tomorrow he wants to be Jewish. He is going to be a black man because of his features. He stands I mean, he can be Jewish. Black. He'll just be a black man. Logic can turn yeah, it off. Yeah. But anyway, so... I guess... But you're basing that off a of presumption that one day... When his fans fall off, he's gonna be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do country." 
Exactly. No, yeah. I'm not basing it off him doing Kanye. No, I'm just basing it off of, no, not basing it off him doing Kanye. You're basing it off of the presumption that if his fans fall off of him rapping, he's going to automatically switch to like country or rock or some other. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't trust, you don't, you don't, you don't trust him, you don't trust him in a room by himself with a bunch of folks that don't look like you. Nope. You don't think he's going to be like, you don't think he's going to say the same, you don't think he's going to say black people fight for your right, fight for your lead, you don't nope. think he's going to say that. No, nope. I think just like, like, just like, what song was it where we talked about it? I think he'll be in a room with white folk, they'll be saying the N-word and he'll be quiet. Mm. He's not gonna say to them, "Oh, y- y'all know I'm black, right?" No, he's gonna let it. He's gonna let it go, and then he's gonna go in the studio and make a song about it. But I don't think he'll say something in the moment. I don't. Sorry. For him to play, and, I th- and for me, it's just annoying that he plays the black and white card so much. I, it, it, it gets annoying. I definitely, I definitely find the the black and white card thing annoying because that's all he does. But you know that that's that's been my main criticism of him is that he just does that a little too much for for my liking. But I'm you know, just one person, so don't really matter. <laughs> um, but anyway, so anxiety. <laughs> yeah, damn, so, I forgot we didn't even finish talking about this. <laughs> so, but, but anyway, so but everybody has it, right? So um, it's a normal emotion. When you know it, it affects when you when you're dealing with taking tests, important decisions. Um, but for somebody with anxiety disorder, that feeling is so strong, that emotion is so strong that it can just interfere with their daily life. And it's it kind of it's kind of um, interesting that this song comes right after the suicide song because you know he probably had you know that like this is probably a moment in his life where he was really at you know at at a at a really like. It was, a lot, it was a lot of trials in his life at this moment where he started thinking about suicide and he's having anxiety attacks and things like that. So he's not going through a lot in, th- um, in these two songs. Um, and, you know, I, and I think the one thing that he wants to put out on this song is that as a society, we don't put a lot, we don't put enough stock in importance in mental health. We put way more stock in things like money, achievement, social status. But people are hurting, you know. Self-care is more more important these days. You know, with the 24-hour news cycle, um, social media, like he talked about in um, uh, the previous song. What's the, what's, the, what's the name of that damn song? Uh, Killing Spree. You know, that's, he's talking about stuff like that and social media. Um, it can have a negative effect on somebody's personality. You know, if you don't take care of yourself, practice self-care every day, you know, work on things that you like to replenish your battery, um, you know, you, you're going you're going to fall into you know probably anxiety attack. Anybody can probably get one. I think I don't, I don't really know if anybody can get one, but you know, it's it, it can just weigh on you, and you you, you need to uh, you know make sure that you take care of yourself. Keep the wheels going. Let's keep the game going. Uh, speaking of game, you know, Celtics won. They beat Cleveland. Yes. Yeah. They last second shot. I just seen it. Just seen it. This, this is terrible. Oh man, I thought that so was Cleveland, I Cleveland be doing that sometimes. I think, they'll, they'll, I think they do that on purpose. <laughs> you th- I mean, it's kind of like they do because they be like, all right, whatever. Like, who can like them guys can't beat us, bro? And they they can't. They know they can't. So they like, all right, whatever. Definitely, definitely. But uh, so yeah. But uh, but, but, but they, just, they just gave Golden State the extra day off. Like, what were they? What were they thinking? Yeah, really. Don't give. Well, it could be give them too. Let them let them have too much rest. 
Yeah, but they 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 they, they gave Celtics life. Now now they now they believe that you know they can do that again. The Celtics shouldn't. Be, the Celtics shouldn't believe. I hope they. I hope they that, that little win. Yeah, they shouldn't. I hope that does not give them the idea that they could win anything, like because <laughs> it's not gonna happen. But uh, let's keep the uh, let's keep the train moving. Choo choo, man. That was whack as hell. Shit. Uh, Black Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I could. Yeah, that was whack as hell, making the train sound. But anyway, Black Spider Man. Uh, I like this record. It made my permanent playlist actually, but it made my permanent playlist because I love them gospel keys. And then when everything hits, I was like, oh shit, because I thought it was Chance the Rapper. <laughs> then I said, oh wait, that's Logic sounding like someone else again. And I hung my head down in disappointment. Uh, I like, uh, what's gonna call it? I do like this bar when he says, I'm like the Mona Lisa and my cousin Keisha. Uh, I like that line. Like, I thought yeah. that was pretty Um I love toward the end of the track, the, um, where the, the drums kind of break down a little bit. And it's uh, like the real, like those trap drums again at the end. And then my, the dude, uh, Hudson. He, Damien Hudson, he's just hitting them vocals, and it's just like, this is a real feel-good record. And like I said, this is a five-star record, and I put it on my permanent playlist. But, uh, book, man, I'm gonna let you go ahead, uh, going on this track, Black Spider-Man. Don't have much for this one, but the first thing I want to say is that <laughs> this is probably one of the last leftover beats from Kanye's soul beat phase, <laughs> right? It is. Like, listen to it. Like, this, 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 is, this is Kanye's soul beat. Like definitely, um, and basically this song is basically telling people that you know don't pay attention to stereotypes. Um, and that's kind of what I get from it. I don't really get anything out of this song, to tell you the truth. But to me, it's not a well. You like it, but I'm not really a fan. Um, I mean, but I, I get the lessons that he's trying to put out in the song. But other than that, I'm, I probably won't listen to this one. Oh, wow. Right, uh, soul man, what you feel about this uh, the track, man? Black Spider Man. Um, I like the I like the message, you know. Accept yourself, love yourself. Doesn't matter like what you are, who you are, how you act. You know, just respect one another. Like he says himself, you know, he ain't ashamed of nothing regarding his origins or what he's doing with himself. Um, thought the beat was definitely dope. Um. Damien Hudson actually helped in the production of the beat. Thought that was really cool. Okay. Yeah, Damien Hudson, uh, DJ Khalil, then uh, Logic and Six worked on it as well. So, so a lot of hands, a lot of hands in this pot. Um, I felt like it was a little, a little overlong. No. Again, yeah, he, he was a uh, ride the bridge, no, but that's just yeah. because I'm not used to hearing bridges this prominently in a hip hop album. Like every once in a while, Kendrick yeah. will like throw one in, but Logic is putting one on like damn near every single track. And like, save the bridges for the pops and the countries and the rocks. I want to hear verses. I want to hear bars. Another thing that I noticed about Logic, and I don't know if it's just this album, again, 
or if this is just how he raps. He's not very quick with the quips. I don't see a lot of wordplay in his uh in his rhymes. You'll see. He he. That's that's one of the things that he he's good at. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess like. Metaphor. I love his words. I think. I think that. Yeah, yeah. You see, you looking for metaphor? Nah, I think he's he's really like old school backpacker, like just straight bars. Yeah, straight bars. Like you're not. Yeah, you're not gonna listen to this a month from now and then get something he said a month ago. There's nothing to think about. You're getting A B C. He's saying A B C D E F G, and you're hearing A B C D E F G. There's nothing to unpack with his album. The bars are very, uh, I'll say, Tupac-esque. In the, in what I mean is that uh, it's easy to understand. His bars are very easily digestible. Yeah, I would have just said easily so digestible. Like, yeah, but that's what it is. It's very <laughs> like Tupac's bars are very easily digestible. I don't know. I guess I was looking I'm for not, where's the underlying meaning. Oh no, that that there is no underlining meaning. It's straightforward. all of it. But all right, man, let's get right into it, uh, man. Track number uh number thirteen, Africarian. Uh, featuring Neil deGrasse Tyson, of course, because this one actually says featuring Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's the whole all twelve minutes and eight seconds of this, which was just. Whew. It was a lot, man. I think this is again. This is another record. Where, uh, yeah. This is another record. I think this is the third record where it's like, okay, this is who Logic is, rap wise. Like this is it. Logic doesn't sound like anybody else. He sounds like him. His beat is his. His flow is his. Uh, I wouldn't mind, honestly, I wouldn't mind hearing somebody like Joey Badass on this record, though. Mm-hmm. I would have liked Joey This real jazz influence beat. When it starts going, I, I really would love to hear Joey. But, uh, so, I, this is my second favorite track off the album, actually. And, uh, Soul, uh, what you think about? Oh, uh, no, Book said Man. Book, what you think about this record? <laughs> I hate the title. Man. I, hate, I hate the title. Half the time, my phone is in my pocket. I don't even know what song is playing, bro. I didn't know the title of the song until I got home after listening to it like four times. I mean, the beat is I good. The, I mean, I mean, he 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 does his beat melody thing, like Soul said. You know, he has a lot of bridges, and you know, it sounds good. Like it's you know, he, he it's 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 definitely not sometimes what you want to hear in a rap album. This sounds particularly good. No, well, on this one, he just continues to hammer home this, you know, he's black. And what 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 really stands out to me in this song, probably more than anything, is that um, he goes far. He goes so far in this one is it called Mama Cracker, right? And with the, the, that one no, got no, no, no. That, that's that's not even that's not even to me. That's not even the kicker. He tells us his grandfather's name. My grandfather's name is Malik. Which further says, how can my grandfather be anything but black with a name like Malik? Like, I'm not really a fan of those type of comparisons when it comes to my blackness and my black experience. Basically reducing my, my experience 
um, my blackness to a name or a movie or a song. You know, I, I don't really, I don't really like comparisons like that. So, Come on, trust me, you know, you know, you know, I know that comparison. You know what my real name is. That's not. That's like the most non-black name. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> if you can find your name in the gift shop, it's not usually. <laughs> you know, when the fake license plates. <laughs> if you can find your name there, uh, you're not looking too good. License plates, coke cans, name yeah. tags. Yeah. Your name show up on one of them. It's kind of like, oh yeah. Find my name on a ring, it. bro. It's embarrassing. Oh damn! See, see. But you, you guys got really, uh, I think, real cross-racial names. It's real common on both. My name, my name is annoying because people always spell it wrong. And I hate the the way that people always oh, try to spell. <laughs> I know exactly how they spell it too. <laughs> you know, you know how they always spell it, and it's annoying as shit. I swear to God. <laughs> so I can't, I can't handle that. Oh man. Yeah, nah, I that's my first thought on that's my first thought on this song. Um, you know, he he also said something like, which was which was another interesting point, where he says. Um, uh, he starts talking about the white part of him, like he's suppressing it. He says, um, "Been looking for holy water. Now I'm looking for a flood. You know, now I'm looking for a flood." So basically, like he's like, "I'm trying to suppress these feelings, and I'm, you know, I'm like, I, I holy water just ain't gonna work. You know, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna flick some water in my face. Like I need to be drowned. I need to be baptized. <laughs> you know, to get this hate out of." You know what I'm saying, and like I, so, I, so I think he is a little, you know, conflicted some, some, somewhat with um his blackness and his whiteness, and I guess being around, because he's probably around a lot of different people. So you know, having like, like having a racist mom and being like shit, like why would I fuck with white people, and then. Just fuck with black people and they like bro you look white we don't fuck with you either so like and it's it's, it's it's probably super difficult for him man nah I feel you I feel you uh soul man you wanna go ahead on this uh on this track um I like the track I thought it was really dope um J. Cole did his thing on the beat um both uh verse wise and production wise um I definitely like Logic's flow on this one more so than most of the other tracks oh, he definitely uh definitely showed himself more so like you said i didn't hear any uh any other influences in his uh in his style here i like the ending skit no i also feel like this could have been possibly broken up into something else because this track was long as shit and, but we got a lot of bars So I appreciate it and What threw me off with this album Like after you have a 12 minute song I look at how long this album is And even though he had so many long songs This album was only an hour and 11 minutes Yeah He had real, a combination of really long And really short Yes. Where I, like uh, I think he could have found a, a much better uh, common ground. Yeah, to, uh, feels like it dragged a lot on the tail end. 
word up, word up. But, uh, alright, so that's it, man. That's all 13 tracks from Logic's third studio album, Everybody. And I don't think I've actually broke it down. Did I break it down when I said, okay, his skits don't fit the album, like I said, because the album should have been Africanary. The skits, I think, were just thrown in because he needed to change the concept to make it fit because he could not release an album called African Air. No. It's that simple. It's that simple. That's why the skits, to me, they just seem so off-place and they don't seem to be fluid. It's because they don't fit the album because that's not where they were supposed to be for. Hmm. Yeah. That's how, I feel. That's how I feel about it. There's nothing overly complex about space-time continuums. and ch- They don't fit the album because they weren't supposed to be there to begin with. That's it. Uh, what's it called? For me, uh, let's just get right into it, man. Let's close it out. I give the album, honestly, I understand listening to this album. I understand... Why Logic's fans are Logic's fans. I understand what people are gravitated to. I appreciate the message he's attempting to deliver. I give this album out of five stars, three point five stars. Book, how would you rate this album out of five stars? So seeing that my favorite song on this album is the J. Cole verse at the end. It's not even a logic verse. <laughs> it's like, it's like that's, that's my favorite. Bro, so I'm driving to the grocery store late night, all right? Just going to, probably, I think my wife wanted some sangria, so I went to the store to get some sangria. It's like 11, 30, 12, something, 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 something real late. And I'm driving. I got, here. Like I, it's like seven dollars. Fuck out of here. That big bottle, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. Baby, I want some sangria. Don't worry, boo. I got you. Like, come on. Anyway. The whole neighborhood for that bottle. <laughs> anyway, so I'm I'm riding, and um, I'm listening to I'm listening to this song Africarian, and I get to the last. I you know I get past all of the Neil deGrasse Tyson stuff, you know. And I get to this song, and I'm saying, like, yo, this beat is nasty. Like, first thing I know is, like, this beat is nasty. Who who did this beat? And then I'm like, that's not even, that's not even Logic rapping. Like, and whoever this is is spitting. Why would he do this, right? <laughs> I'm like, he, like, he, like, why would he even do this? So I found out it was J. Cole, and I was like, makes sense, because J. Cole's biracial. They probably get each other a lot. Um, so, um, it, I would, I mean, like I said, I would get this, I would get this album about a three five, you know, three five, three eight, because it it is his best work. It is like literally, it is. If you listen to Logic's albums, this is the best shit he's put out, in my opinion. And um, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, it didn't reach me. It's not for me, obviously. So you know, I'm just gonna say cool and be happy with my with my J Cole verse. Okay, okay. The 3.5, 3.8. I, I fucks with that. That's good. Uh, Soul Man, what are you rating this? Uh, your your first fully listened to Logic album. Um, 
Uh, I'm not a fan of logic. That is, that is prominent for sure. He's got a couple of tracks that I wouldn't mind listening to again. Um, Inkblot mostly because of Juicy J. Uh, Africarian mostly because of J. Cole. And uh, the, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. So I'm going to call that one because it's a lot easier than saying the phone number because I just like the message on that one. But other than that, I, I'm, I'm glad this review is done so I don't have to have this in my rotation for the week anymore. And I can put some new <laughs> shit in there. Um, but overall, I will give this album about a 3.5. That's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, for what it is, it's good. I appreciate the message. He's got bars. Motherfucker can rap. Can't deny him that. Do y'all think, uh, now, one thing that, uh, honestly, I gotta say that stood out to me from the end of this album was, uh, when it basically, like, they're walk, basically, they're listening to this album in the future, and some, some dude's voice says, oh, well, he says, oh, shit, the album's done, and it sounds like Master Chief from Halo's voice. Comes in and says, "Don't worry, I'm coming up the the fourth one right now, the last one." Logic is really about to put out just one more album. I'm I'm good on that type of hype. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like come on, it's like the foreshadowing is it was weak. Yeah. You got Master Chief talking on your record. Uh, <laughs> I don't see where he's garnered that much success yet. To start hyping up a fourth and final album. Yeah, I agree. I, unless, unless maybe the last one on whatever label he's on, and that's what they mean by okay, this is the last one. Like okay, he's got a, he signed a four album deal with a who is he? Def Jam, I think it is. Like or you know he signed a four album deal, and this is the last of his albums on his label. But other than that, it's like well, what, yeah, he is Def Jam. Uh, so it's, I'm, that's the only thing I can think of. I'm hoping of it's like, dude, the artificial hype just doesn't work for me. I feel you. I mean, he 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 just needs to listen. He he needs to run that verse back from J Cole, man. J Cole was literally spitting some great advice to him. <laughs> if he run that back, man, he'd be good. Anybody want to uh, comment? Anybody want to have some input? Want to go back and forth with us? Feel free. Let us know. Hit us up by email. I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. That again, I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. I'm your boy, Great Pharaoh. You can find me on Twitter at Great Pharaoh, GR number eight underscore P H A R A O H. Boog, tell them where they can find you, man. What up, man? Yeah, y'all can find me on Twitter at Mr. Can I Live. That's M R C A N I L I V E. And uh, hopefully, I'll be on that. I've I've been I've been taking a little uh, Facebook and social media hiatus. I've been doing a lot of work, but I'm gonna get back on there. Word up, word up. That's dope. So, man, tell them where they can find you at, brother. Oh, y'all already know you can find me. You can find me on Twitter and PlayStation Network at uh, Soul underscore Invictus 17. That's S-O-L underscore I-N-V-I-C-T-U-S-1-7. All right, that's dope. Again, again, 
I am Great Pharaoh. Thanks for coming. I do it for hip hop. Hey, I'm a Bug, and I do it for hip hop. You know what it is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Soul, and I do it for hip hop. What's going on? It's a sarcastic criminal. It's your boy, Great Pharaoh, coming at you real quick with my take on Logic's album. And we're going to call this the Hot 16. Logic knows how to make 13 songs feel like he just left the movies. Reaching the end of everybody gives you that same feeling of when the sun first hits your eyes after leaving an AMC movie theater. It's the moment of stepping back into reality and dis disconnecting and dissecting everything you just saw, or in Logic's case, everything you just heard. But that's about where the fairy tale ends when it comes to Logic. While the base concept of the album, which I think is accept yourself for who you are so you can accept others' work, the constant mention of being biracial makes the album feel the way I feel when someone says all lives matter when they're asked about black lives matter. You can't play both sides. Don't be that hotep white friend. Most of his albums still sounds like or his successful peers that he's had in the games, i.e. the Kendrick Lamar, the J. Coles, and now even the Joey Badasses and the Chance the Rappers. J. Cole told Logic Best in his lengthy final track of his album, Everybody, fuck the black and white shit. Be who you are. Identify as a star. I hope Logic heeds this advice. Logic is too good a storyteller to be on his third album and still seems like he's the no-frills version of everyone else that's hot. I am Great Pharaoh, and that's my Hot 16.